What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to Cruiser Radio, episode number nine. I'm your host, Wesley Hill, joined with Mr. Chad Rice, as well as someone you haven't met before, Mr. Michael Brandon. And our special guest this week is Mr. Kyle Peterson. He owns the Whitleyville Station, which is a deer processing and butchery shop, as well as this man is an avid deer hunter. We're excited to talk to him about all things cutting up deers and get a little bit of backstory about him as well. So let's get into it. What's up, guys? Hey, Wesley. What's up? What's up, what's up Michael? Michael? Thanks for coming on. Yeah, dude. Chad, thank you for coming on. Of course, man. And Mr. Kyle, thank you for joining us this week. Well, thanks for having me. I'm super, super excited to have you. So uh, cool. I want to jump right into it, man. So you have been doing processing for how long? Uh, five years in Whitleyville. I've been doing five my years. own deer for as long as I've been hunting. Since yeah. you started, yeah. Yeah, and that's why I started hunting. It was to make meat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, so I've been doing uh, there in Whitleyville since 2018. Okay. Have you always lived in Whitleyville? I, oh, I live here in Cookville. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Oh, I wow. didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah I so didn't realize that. I have either. a farm down there. Okay. A little cabin, but uh, That's cool. my kids are in school here and they don't want to move. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe Perfect. eventually I'll move down there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, uh, I, no, I live here in Cookville. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the, but so did you come from Whitleyville today? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was skinning deer until uh, about an hour ago. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that gum, that gum. So, like, um, how many deer? Because I know it probably fluctuates during the week as well. You'll probably get more as the weekend starts. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The weekends, especially in Jackson County, uh, that's when everybody, we have a lot of out of town hunters. Oh, yeah. So the weekends are huge. And then during the week, it's um, hit and miss. You know, we like today we got eight deer in, which mm-hmm. is considering the weather, I was surprised. I don't think we'd get yeah. any. You know, yeah, it's yeah. Been, been so hot. Yeah, it's been warm. But, um, mm-hmm. but we had eight today. You know, we might get a hundred this weekend. Yeah, or, God, you know, wow. it just depends how it goes. Last year, the first ten days of muzzleloader, we did two hundred deer. Oh my gosh! So it just, you know, <laughs> that's a lot, <laughs> that's of a lot of deer. Needless to yeah. say, you've learned how to skin a deer really fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> two hundred and ten days. Mm-hmm. But the God, weather man. was perfect the opening weekend last year. Now this year, oh. like this weekend, it, this past weekend was so warm. Yeah, which yeah. Saturday is going to be nice, like twenty five degrees. Perfect. So you might get some good business oh, there. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be busy, yeah. and everybody didn't didn't get one last week is gunning for them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's going to be some going to be some yeah. big bucks hitting the ground this yeah. weekend yeah. in yeah. Tennessee. Absolutely. I think we saw two real good ones today that were, uh, I mean, good a big nine pointer and a real yeah. nice eight pointer. So yeah. We've had several good bucks this week, which um, it's awesome. Um, it's good to see the one, the big nine pointer I showed you earlier mm-hmm. was uh, that guy was shooting, aiming at a doe coming towards him, and in his scope he saw the antlers come up behind her. And he's like, "Oh, well, this is nice. Yeah, <laughs> that's convenient. 180, 180 pound uh, nine pointer, real nice, dude. Golly, dude. Yeah. You know, it's funny because um, <clears throat> since muzzle loader has started. Uh, we've been like driving around on the property and stuff. And I just keep saying like, man, I just real hate, really hate if just a big old buck just walks out right now. <laughs> yeah. Just so I have to turn my truck off and yeah. aim it out the window or something, you know? Yeah. You got to change up the strategy. Cause it's like, I've not had, I've not killed anything yet this season. Yeah. And I've actually not even had a, a whole lot of success seeing stuff while I'm in the yeah. tree. I usually get notifications of, the other location. Yeah. yeah. So, that's about how, it goes. Uh, that's how, that's my how it works. Yeah. That's how yeah. my season's gone so far pretty much. But got to switch up the strategy because 
all season I've been going I've been going in like, oh, I'm gonna get something, I'm gonna see something, I'm gonna get more intel, yada yada. Yeah. And kind of the last two weeks, my dad's been like, you know what? I hope you don't see anything at all in right. the woods today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have noticed though that uh my level of preparation has continuously gone down as the season goes. Yeah. yeah. So we'll yeah. we'll see if that helps or makes it. show up when you least expect it. Yeah, know? I know, man. We had a, a stud eight pointer come in uh, yesterday that the guy bumped it on his way in. Oh my gosh. And then uh, he said if he hadn't bumped that deer, he would have never seen it because he was a long way from his stand. Yeah. So he went down in the creek and he's down there and that deer ran off and came around and chased another doe back in front of him and he killed mm. it right there on his way into the. What the? And heck? he said, I would have never seen that deer <laughs> if I'd made it. He said, I was running late. But if I'd made it to my stand, I would have never seen that deer. Mm, golly. And it was a dandy, dandy eight-pointer. Lucky dog. Yeah. yeah. Wish I could bump something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Whitleyville, that's uh, in Jackson County. I, I'm familiar with it, but you're close to Cordell Hall. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, right up from the bridge. We're five miles from the bridge in Gainesboro. Yeah. So Cordell Hall is um, right there where you go over. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And Jennings Creek is uh, runs right behind my shop. So you can, and that's what dumps in there by uh, yeah. by the bridge there. In, in Man, I saw mm-hmm. the largest largemouth bass I've ever seen in my life swimming in Jennings Creek oh, yeah. one day. <laughs> For real? Yeah, we were back there fishing, and uh, I was on the front of the boat watching for logs and stumps because there's a bunch of stumps in that creek. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, like, navigating our way out, and I'm like, uh, my buddy's driving. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just saw the biggest bass I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Dude, she had to be like 15, oh, really? 15, 16 pounder. Good Lord. Golly. There's some huge ones in there. And yeah. that creek is so shallow. It is. Know? And it, it fluctuates is. so much. It's hard to fish because of yeah. the water. I love mm-hmm. to fish. So mm-hmm. the water changes. I mean, I drive past it twice a day, every day. Yeah. <laughs> and in the morning, It'll be up, and then you leave, and you could walk across there. It's wow, like, man, it went down four feet since. Oh yeah, morning. these guys, uh, you know, our interns, they they've been hunting on Cordell with their boat. Oh, and uh, I think they got they went in one morning yeah. and parked, and then came out, and their boat was like beached. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, they regulate that water so much yeah. that it. Um, yeah. It amazes me how much it goes up and down. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but that whole creek, even at the widest point. Other than the channel right there. Yeah. It's it's, yeah. It's like three foot, yeah. three to four foot. And I've Gosh. seen people like in bass boats ripping across. Yeah, the dude. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. Me too. And I'm You're like, lose the lower unit. I'm <laughs> like, you guys have never, obviously never fished this creek yeah. oh, because yeah. the channel snakes like real weird. Yeah. And then literally, like you're saying, everything else is super like shallow. We've, like, we've both fished in there quite a bit yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Golly. <clears throat> but and they yeah. fly through there and I'm like, oh. I know. And there's stumps and, and logs yeah. and tires yeah. and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just looking for trouble. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, dude. It's bad. But yeah, the reason I brought that up is you probably get a lot of, uh, like you were saying, you get a lot of out of, like, oh, yeah. non locals because they're probably hunting the public. We right get there. a lot of public from public deer right there off of yeah. Hall. All three. I mean, that, that, um, I don't know what they, was it a WMA? What are they? It is. Corda Hall WMA. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's a big area. It runs from way up, like way up north past Big Bottom, all the way down past like uh, Salt Lake. Past Carthage. Or, yeah, down to yeah. Carthage. Yeah, down so to Carthage. We, uh, yep. we have some regulars. That's all they hunt. And uh, mm-hmm. we see a lot of good deer from there. There's lots of deer in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. there is. And There's honestly, a bunch of hogs too. Oh, yeah. We get a lot of hogs too. Yep. 
Yep. I had one for dinner last night. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. From Salt Lake. There you go. But uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of deer in there. And there, we get a lot from there, but I don't think there's as many people hunt it as you would think for mm-hmm. as big areas. Is. Uh-huh. A lot of it you have to access by boat. Yeah. You know, yeah. so that makes it um, a little tricky. But. Well, well, that's right. good. We'll keep it a, <laughs> a little semi-secret. Secret. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we are doing a podcast yeah, about yeah. it, but it's, uh, yeah. It's a good public. A lot of people, you know, in this area don't maybe not know how much yeah. good public land there is. And that's, oh, yeah. that's a great spot. Yeah, it is. It's good. Yeah. yeah. That's where I've been putting in most of my time this season Yeah, is out on Cordell. Yeah. yeah. Some good, good I've only hunted there. Cordell once. But I've got some access to private, so that's where I've been putting my efforts into. Don't, don't go right now because mm-hmm. you'll... Yeah, the orange army, yeah. man. <laughs> no. It's like a UT football game in yeah. the woods right now. <laughs> I got enough holes in my body. Yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but that's interesting, man. Uh, so you've... It, it say again how many years you've been doing processing, like... As a work, business. Yeah, as a business. Uh, five years. This is be my five fifth year season. So when you first started, were you just doing it part-time or? Kind of. I had another business at the time, and I started it kind of as a, a side gig mm-hmm. and um, just to do deer. Yeah. And my brother and I used to own a farm right there. And uh, so we hunted there all the time. I was like, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it in Whitleyville because there's nothing down there. There's a ton of people that hunt down that way. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no processors in the area. So, um so that's why I started there. And then like, uh, like the first person that came in the door asked me about doing beef and I was like, nah, you know, I don't know. And then it just, so now I do deer for deer season. We don't do any beef hogs, anything during deer season. And then okay. the rest of the year we do beef hogs, sheep, you mm. know, whatever okay. general, pro, general cool. processing. But it, my heart got, got me in it from deer season Yeah, that's and cool. I'll always do deer. You know, there's a lot of places don't do deer. They just keep trudging with the beef which is easy to do but i just love deer season yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, fun, it's a lot of work but i, I love it yeah. yeah i love all the stories seeing all the all the deer you know yeah yeah that's cool well i do like i don't know what it is but i have grown a fascination with processing my own meat oh yeah you want a job <laughs> <laughs> i'm a little busy at the moment <laughs> but uh it dude i i honestly that's one of my favorite parts about it is just like actually breaking the whole oh, yeah. whole deer down and and seeing all the different cuts and how the muscle separates from each other yeah. it's so interesting and then what you can do with it you know yeah. um like i grew up i like to cook so yeah. that's kind of what led me to hunting and um yeah all the different things that can come out of one even a, a small deer yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's amazing. There's a lot of meat that can it's come out of a deer. lot of meat and you can mm-hmm. do so much with it. <clears throat> I was telling, I don't know if you guys knew this, but I was telling Kyle before we started that my first job ever was at a deer processor. Oh, was it really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Salt, know salting deer hides. I was 13 years old. <laughs> what the heck? It was right down, right down the road from my grandparents' house. And, uh, my cousin, he's, was he's like six years older than me yeah. and he worked there. And, uh, you know, I was living at my grandparents' house at the time, like off and on. My parents used to travel for work. So um, he's like, hey, you want to make some money? <laughs> <laughs> Little did I know. I mean, like yeah. put, putting salt all over deer hides. Yeah. But, you know, hey, I got paid $5 a hide to do it. And yeah. uh, Dang. And then graduated to good money for this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. For a 13-year-old man, it was yeah. it was real good. But then I graduated to skinning. And then, you know, I started driving and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got a few kids. The, the teenage brain kids. took over. Yeah. So. I got a few high school kids yeah. now. They come in and help us skin. And yeah. 
It's Let's a good, go. Good job for young boys. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, so that was like my introduction to whitetails and like yeah. the whole hunting scene and stuff. So yeah, um, I didn't even deer hunt. Like I think I went a couple times with my grandpa when I was a kid, but um, like I didn't even my first time deer hunting ever. I was 24 years old. Yeah, I was 32. Yeah. yeah. My my first time was last season. So Yeah. yeah. But it, it, you get hooked on it. Oh, and oh, then yeah. uh, the, the processing for me is what it's all about. Yeah. I really enjoy it. My oh, wife's yeah, like, too. I don't get it. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I just some, And I learned how to process a deer watching YouTube. Yeah. Literally. That's, yeah. literally, yeah. literally yeah. That's know, exactly what reading, I've done. Reading, That's uh, what we did last year. Reading books yeah. and watching YouTube videos. Yeah, man. It was pretty funny because when we first started last season, uh, <laughs> we found a, a dead deer on the side of the road, and I was like, "Dude, like, let's let's cut this up. Let's see what it's actually about." Terrible idea, <laughs> the worst <laughs> idea we've ever had. It smelled so bad, and I was like, "Dude, it's like, it's still warm. Like, it's it's good, but it was also like seven degrees." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but dude, that was terrible. But dude, just like doing it once and it being a terrible experience. Like, I I don't know why, but it was it was such a fun process yeah. of just like fully controlling from start to finish what you eat oh yeah yeah so obviously it, we didn't eat that but that's the other thing that's why i wanted to start doing it for other people yeah because there's so many horrible stories about processors and not getting your yeah. deer back yeah. and yeah. getting taking in a 140 pound deer and getting 10 pounds of meat yeah and it's like that's just not how to do it no. you know, yeah. we do no, no, no. every single deer individually yeah and we do i mean down to making summer sausage if you bring me your deer and you want five pounds of summer sausage it's coming out of your deer yeah we yeah. don't mix mm. it for anything you know yeah there's a, like, and there's a lot of people that do oh, mix like the probably, burger and the meat and then and then it's like i don't i don't know how this person yeah, handled their deer, deer. Yeah. yeah exactly yeah. i don't know right. how this person handled their deer processed their deer for me when i kill a deer I want to take the guts out immediately. I don't know yeah. if that person left the guts in for hours and hours, yeah. Yeah. but that's one of the things that, in my opinion, makes the meat taste gamey. For sure, mm -hmm. it does. 100%. And then, and then not, yeah, because I mean, it, it, basically, when you take the guts out, it's it, it allows the cooling process to begin. immediately. That's where yeah. all the heat is. is yeah, in exactly. The, in the guts, you know. Yeah. So yeah. we see. I mean, just the spectrum of deer we see come in. Yeah. You know, you'll get one that's been gut shot and just nasty. Yeah. You know, and they're like, I want to, I want to eat that. Yeah. yeah. But that's their, that's their deer. Yeah. Sure. Well, I'm not going to mix it with your deer that's been properly exactly. cared for, exactly. you know, and that happens. And so we were like really intent on getting the most meat mm -hmm. off the, off the deer and it's your deer. Yeah. I yeah. just can't imagine mixing deer, you know. Yeah. I can see why. You know, if you got two thousand deer to do, yeah, the biggest one is making sausages. You know, yeah, like they'll say, well, you want five pounds of summer sausage. They mix it all together, and you get five pounds, and you get ten pounds, you get five pounds, sure. and they just mix it all together. But and you may not tell in that instance, but it's yeah. still, I, I don't want my deer mixed with. Yeah, just like it's almost comes down to an ethical thing. Yeah, you know, you know. Yeah, so, I completely understand that. So that's what led me to doing it for other people. Because I used to do it for me and my buddies, my brother, whatever. And then I was like, man, there's such a better way to do this commercially. You could do mm -hmm. it one-on-one. -on -one. And we don't charge a fortune. You know, we, yeah. it's a, we're it's we right in the, in the wheelhouse for the price. And it doesn't mm -hmm. really take any longer once you get it set up to do them one at a time than to do 
all, all the hamburger at once or something, sure. you know. Yeah. In fact, I think that would be harder. It's a lot more to keep up with. Well, this guy gets 20 pounds and this guy gets 10. Mm-hmm. And that's where you wind up with, man, I don't know if I got all my deer. Yeah, you exactly. Know, you, you go mm-hmm. take in a deer. It's because there's no accounting of how much deer meat came off of your deer. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So if you brought me a deer that had 50 pounds of meat and you brought me one that had 20 and mm-hmm. you, you both get 30 pounds, it's like, well... Someone's you know, getting the short yeah, end yeah. of the stick here. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, man, that deer was bigger than I thought. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. what the heck? How'd that guy get 80 pounds yeah. off that fawn, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? So, um, so, is it, so walk me through the process. So, like, let's say I kill a deer, I call you, I'm bringing one to you. Like, what's from beginning to end, what does that process look like? Well, um, like you said, you want to get it field dressed mm-hmm. we don't we don't gut them at all it says on my sign you don't gut it we don't cut it like it's got to be field dressed and yeah. we see all level that you know i'd like for everybody to get them completely clean but if you get because it's going to improve your meat quality absolutely if it's cooled down mm-hmm. so you get a gut and bring to me then we uh we'll check you in and then we skin it put it in the cooler and we like to let them hang in the cooler for a few days. Okay. And when we get really busy, it might be a week, you know, it might be longer, but that meat is going to get better as it ages like a beef. Yep. You know, you don't yep. have to hang it for three weeks like a beef. Although yeah. I hung one of mine a few, uh, maybe three years ago that I'd killed and then we were slammed. So I just kept, no, put mine in the back, put mine in the back, put mine. <laughs> yeah. And we brought it out as black as these curtains. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I carved it. It was so good. It was uh, six weeks, but we cut so much off of that. But anyhow, yeah. so we skin it out and then um, put it in the cooler. Mm-hmm. And uh, while you're there, we talk about how you want it cut and we'll custom cut it all the way. Mm. So, you know, the same price. So if you want cube steak or you want steak or you want roasts or you want, you know, however you want it cut, We'll cut it the way you want it. And then so it hangs in the cooler till we're ready to cut it. And then we have, I have a great team of uh, meat cutters and packers. And so they bring them out. We, we run them through and cut them up, pack them. And then you get it back vacuum sealed in a box. Most of the time frozen, unless you come right as soon as it's ready. It may not yeah. be frozen yet. Um, and then, you know, it's, it's a pretty simple process. Yeah. It's time consuming, you know, but we got it down to where we can, we can hammer out. Yeah. You got your processes down. Yeah. I was going to ask, uh, how long it takes from like the time you pull it out of the freezer to just do like a, I'm sure you have like a basic cut. Like, um, it does depend on the size of the deer, Mm -hmm. but an average deer, like, 20 minutes, maybe 20 minutes. That's yeah, good. That's, that's out that's, of the that's, cooler. Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's down, great. Packed up and put back in, yeah. you know, put back in the freezer. So it, it, you know, but we have, you know, well, I don't know how big my kitchen is. I call it a kitchen. Cause I, I really think it's like a restaurant. Sure. Yeah. You know, so it's like spotless. I don't know. Did you come in? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I saw so it. Like, it looks so good in there. We dude. clean it and it's like spotless all the time. And, um, so, um, cause it's, it's food yeah. at the end of the day, right. you know, but we have yep. a whole system. So it comes in on a rail, goes right on the table. So as you know, one guy's breaking it down the next guy's trimming it, this person's trimming, and this person's packing. So it's like, you know, yep. like yeah. an assembly yep. line. So it doesn't take long. We did. And it depends what you're getting done. Like, sure. mm-hmm. I think we cut 14 today in like five hours, you know, so six yes. hours. Wow. So, yeah, that's you know, great. you move through them pretty fast. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's and, really and then cool. you get one like the last one. My my team was ready to kill me. I'm like, let's get one more. Come on, we'll <laughs> you know, yeah. like all, every boss does. But yeah. uh, it was like all grind. I'm like, oh, this is uh, easy, yeah. you know. Just in like ten minutes, we had that thing, you know, in the grinder ready to go. You know, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Do you guys? Uh, do you guys? 
do like summer sausage yeah. sticks, yeah. like jerky. I brought you some sticks tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate um, it. Yeah, we make summer sausage, jerky, snack sticks, um, breakfast nice. sausage. Uh, we can do all kinds of custom sausages. Like people sometimes don't want Italian sausage or yeah. chorizo or whatever, and we try to do all those. Mm, that's you know? awesome. And it, that, cool. any of that stuff is just by the pound. Yeah, yeah. So if you want five pounds of, you know, bratwurst, you know, you pay eight bucks a pound, and we'll make mm-hmm. you five pounds of bratwurst. Yeah, mm. cool. And most of those seasonings we mix in house. We don't. I don't like to buy the uh, pre-packaged. The pre- Some of them you almost have to, but. Mm-hmm. Um, like summer sausage and snack sticks, we buy that by the, you know, 20 pounds, 30 pounds at a time. Yeah. Just because mm-hmm. we would be mixing seasonings all the time. All yeah. the time, yeah. But um, I don't like anything with MSG in it. I don't like, yeah. you know, it's got to be just yeah. natural stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah, it, it tastes that. better. Well, that's yeah. one of the reasons we hunt is for yeah. natural, clean, like lean, right. yeah. lean meat. Lean meat. So, so you yeah. don't want to put a bunch of crap in it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You yeah. know, and a lot of that, you know, uh, sausages, any smoked sausages, you know, there's there's so many. It's got MSG and lots yeah. of nitrates and all that kind of stuff, and we try to mitigate or not do that very much. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. guys use like a high heat cheese when you're making sausages? Yeah, or? we put those in um, the summer sausage and sticks, okay. like high temp cheddar or, or pepper jack. Okay, uh, cool. They turn out good. Those are pepper jack uh, sticks I brought today. Sweet. Heck yeah. Can't wait to <laughs> dig into that. <laughs> I know, yeah. They're pretty good. That's a big, big seller. People love those things. I oh, honestly, yeah. I don't know if it's because I eat too many of them or whatever, but after a while. <laughs> you I'm get like, tired yeah, of them. Yeah. I don't want to see another snack <laughs> I know. You know. It's like I, my kids, like I hunt and uh, for the meat, obviously, but also for my children. Right. Like I got three kids, nine, six, and four. And they absolutely love deer jerky. Oh, yeah. So like <laughs> always the first deer I kill, I get basically <laughs> pretty much the whole thing cut up into jerky. Yeah, and, yeah. and then I make my own jerky at home. I got a I got a pretty nice dehydrator. So Sweet. I just, you know, marinate. We do it tons and, of that too, yeah. where uh people like to do that. So mm-hmm. like if someone brings me a deer and they just want to make their own jerky, we'll slice it off. Slice for it them up, so yep. it's ready to go and they just make jerky when they get home. Yeah. And That's uh, we cool. do we do more of that than actually making jerky, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Because wow. the jerky is fun to make at home. Yeah, yeah it make, is. Yeah, it's like it a is. little you process. Yeah, yeah. You don't even have to have a dehydrator. Well, but you can do. Oven, yeah, yeah. You can do different like yeah. style. You can do like teriyaki. You can do pepper, yeah. whatever. Nashville hot chicken or sweet or something. Or whatever, yeah. yeah. And it's fun. To, it's easy to do, and it's mm-hmm. fun to do, and you can do it with what you have. Like I said, yeah. I used to make it right. at home in my oven all the time or you yeah. do it on a, if you got a pellet grill or anything like yeah. that, you can, yeah. you know, it's real easy to do. So, so right. when you guys make jerky, are you doing it with a dehydrator or using yeah, a smoker? Use, no, we use a dehydrator. Okay. Cool. We have a great big smoker, but it's usually doing sticks and something. Sausage, like yeah. <laughs> How long does it usually take for that smoker to run a full cycle for like, if you load that whole thing up with sticks? Um, it's hard. It's, Kind of different every yeah, time because of the moisture and everything. Like yeah. we did, I did some sticks yesterday. Literally, are in there like thirteen hours. I was like, "What is going on with these hmm. things?" Yeah. But if you put like ten pounds in there, or you put sixty pounds, it's a big smoker. You can put a lot of sticks in there. It's as big as that refrigerator, you know. So, golly, um, it may take all day, yeah. you know. And it depends on the moisture content and the weather outside. There's so yeah. many variables, yeah. but typically, like I would say, between eight and twelve hours for sticks or summer sausage. Okay, cool. We, yeah, cook them, we cook them to a temperature, you know, they yeah. need to be 152 degrees. And, a certain you know, moisture yeah. level. Yeah. Oh, I'm not even worried about that. It's just the temperature. Okay. Yeah. But the moisture in it is what regulates how fast it's going to yeah. cook. Because okay, you're cooking cool. it at such a low temp, you know. Right. 
You're so. basically just evaporating all the moisture in it. Right. So it just takes, if there's more meat in there, there's more moisture and it just right. takes yeah, longer. Yeah, it's just going to take, take longer. longer. And, yeah. it, uh, and then if there's more meat in the smoker, the temperature of the smoker it's takes gonna, longer. Yeah. You know, it just, so. Yeah, it's a whole process. I wish I could figure it out to like, like jerky. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we put in jerky, it's 11 hours, it's going to be done. You know? yeah. <laughs> but um, the smoker's not that way. <laughs> no. Yeah. Last That's night I was there till like 8.30 waiting on those sticks to get yeah. done. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm ready to go home. Yeah, because I tried making uh, sticks last year. And I was like, man, this was quick. And I looked down and I was like, I've only been cooking this for like an hour and 30 minutes and it's already done. Took a bite. Worst taste of my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just threw away like six pounds of meat right there. Yeah, yeah. It's like, this sucks. Was it just dry or? It was super dry. Um, I tried mixing my own seasoning in it. And usually when I, I like every time I make something, I just do something random and I'll write the notes and see if it tastes good. Right. And if it does, then I'll do it again. But... That just didn't work at all. <laughs> I mean, I, it's the only way I know how to put it. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was absolutely terrible. It was yeah. so bad. <laughs> like my dad was excited because he's like, "Oh, he, you know, he killed a deer. He's gonna bring it back. We're gonna smoke it. It's gonna be great." And then we pull it off, and he looks at it, and he's like, "I'm not. I'm not eating That's that." Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, I made some jerky this year that was not very good either. Yeah. Ended up being way too salty. Yeah, Dang. that's so, a lot of people do that. Yeah, you know? and jerky is one of those things that we'll make them. And uh, I use I've wrote I made my own recipe. We've been using the same recipe since forever. Yeah, but batch to batch, I'd be like, oh, that's a crappy batch, and I'm like, yeah. it's the same. Everything's same thing. The same. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't get it. I don't know if some animals don't absorb it as much, or you know, we even we marinate. We're like, okay, it goes in the marinade. It's going to be in the cooler for two days before we dehydrate yeah. or whatever. And you get one batch, you're like, this tastes terrible. And then mm-hmm. the next batch, like, that's the best jerk I ever had. And we did the same exact thing. Yeah, same thing. Interesting. Yep. I, don't, I, don't, yep. I haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, it's really <laughs> weird. Um, but yeah, same same experience. Yeah. You know. Dude, I made some jerky last year. You know that uh, like smoke flavor concentrate you can buy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, smoke. Uh, yeah, liquid, liquid smoke. smoke. Yeah. yeah, I bought a thing of that, put way too much of that in it. <laughs> yeah, never used <laughs> it. Yeah. It, it literally said like, one drop and I was like, yeah. well, I'll try like five drops. See, see yeah, if that one, makes a big one difference. Drop. One drop is literally all <laughs> yeah, you need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I did I not realize how concentrated it was. That's yeah. one of those things I don't care for. So I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. put it in there. Yeah. Well, lesson learned. I'm, yeah. I'm not doing that again. Honestly, I think I'm probably just going to start eating stuff to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not having any luck right now. <laughs> yeah. No joke. Well, yeah. it's trial and error. You know, like yeah, our, no, uh, my jerky recipe, I've been tinkering it with it forever. We've, I've locked it in probably, you know, six seven years ago but yeah it's always something you can play around with and i try other mm-hmm. you know recipes my daughter she's 15 she would eat a room full of jerky yeah put it in front of her so we try all kinds of last year she wanted a pineapple jalapeno something and we tried it and mm. it sounded great on paper yeah it smelled great when we made yeah. it not very good great. it didn't taste yeah. bad it just didn't carry it didn't over. line up yeah. no it's like well, interesting it, you know it tastes like salty meat yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but our, our regular jerky and our hot and spicy jerky is, is pretty dialed in. It's good. That's cool. Get man. a deer and we'll hook you up. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. The, um, so something else I was curious about, cause when I went over there and we were weighing Terry's, uh, buck, you were able to like spot on know its age just based off of its weight. Yeah. And that, that's like just seeing so many deer. Like I'm right. pretty good at guessing weights. And then there's like, the age of deer, there's like certain weight classes that 
are going to, I mean, it's not a hundred percent, but if it's a 120 pound buck, it's probably a two to three year old deer. Yeah. A 180 yeah. pounder is not two years old. It's four yeah. or five years yeah. old. Yeah. You know, if it's 80 pounds, it's probably a yearling. Yeah. And I don't you, I mean, we see some eight pointers, you know, come in at a deer like this, 80 pounds. I'm like, that's last year's fawn. No, no, that's two, three years old. I'm like, I guarantee it. 80 pounds. If you check the teeth, that's mm-hmm. yeah. a yearling, you know? Yeah. And, uh, it just, um, antler growth has nothing to do with the age. Yeah. Um, so that's the weight, wild. the weight is a lot. And some of that's from, honestly, the TWRA, they, uh, they come down like they'll probably either Saturday and they come down once or twice a year and do, um, a check-in where they're pulling CWD samples and hair samples okay. and stuff. So they've taught me a ton about aging deer and, and yeah. looking at them and stuff. And, uh, it's pretty interesting. I like that stuff. Yeah. That's cool. So you work like pretty much hand in hand with TWRA. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm way, uh, into helping them out. We pull, oh, that's we awesome, pull samples dude. on almost every buck for uh, CWD. Oh, that's good. For dude. them. And, um, they're welcome to come down there anytime they do uh, clinics there and stuff. Oh, that's, that's so cool. cool. What about, uh, so with, with that being said, have you, has there been any CWD positive deer? No, none in, in this part of the state. <laughs> western western yeah. uh, Tennessee is where they're, it's at in Tennessee. Yeah. And most of that came up from Mississippi is what they think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but eventually it will probably get here. But it's, mm-hmm. year, I mean, it's so far away. Mm-hmm. And if people, you know, practice safe handling, you know, mm-hmm. if you don't transport deer parts State to yeah, know, yeah. Across, states, where it's county CWD to county. is to uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know most of that spread is from people. It's not sure. really from deer, yeah. you know. And um, so that's a crazy thing, you know. We've all read about it, but it'll live in the soil forever. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. And so if a deer, if it's in an area and a deer gets it, you know, it's not going anywhere. You can't mm-hmm. like you can't even incinerate that stuff. Like four thousand degrees, and the prions still live, still live there. Yeah. Wow. What do you? How do you yeah. feel about? Um, consuming CWD positive meat. I, I, I don't think there's any studies on it yet. Yeah. Um, I would think if it was me personally and I got a deer test and it came back positive, I don't think I would eat it. I don't think you it don't would think hurt it would. you, but it, yeah. why, why, why risk, risk? it? Yeah, why <laughs> risk it's it like, you know, this cow has mad cow disease. Go ahead. <laughs> no, yeah. No, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and it's well, the same thing. Yeah. I was about to say that's the same thing. It's uh, basically, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I've heard, that conversation get but brought up like, quite a bit. Oh, it's yeah. a huge mm-hmm. conversation. But there, yeah. I guess there's, you know, there's places in Colorado, Wisconsin, some that where CWD is really prevalent. Yeah. That people have been eating it for decades. Especially yeah. in like elk herds out in yeah. Colorado. And, and so there's, pro- there's no official study, but there's been people been eating that stuff forever and, and it's never been transferred to yeah well, yeah I don't that's what first. i was gonna say yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't know if i want to be the guy that <laughs> has breaks to break the, the news yeah, yeah. i don't, don't want to be subject zero yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so i don't think i would eat but there has not been any um any positive test east of you know right along the mississippi river yeah. mississippi uh border like Sally. around memphis yeah. That sounds like the next zombie apocalypse yeah. movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you start like reading into it, it really does sound pretty oh, wild, yeah. it, man. That's yeah. what it does. It kills their brain and they just yep. wander around dead, until yeah. they fall over. Yeah. Luckily, they're age, not eating each other. But it, Is CWD the one that makes them walk around in circles yeah. or is that no, EHD? Well, I think, um, I think both of them have similar. Yeah. Here, there is EHD and, and blue tongue. Blue which, tongue, um, which they're different, correct? They're different. Okay. Yeah. And I think most of what we see around here is uh, EHD. EHD. And I, yeah. I can't remember the. Epihod- 
Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> can't remember it <laughs> Not even gonna try. I, 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 I've, it's like on the tip Pepper of my hemorrh- tongue. Hemorrhagic. Yeah, something, something. disease. Yeah. But, um, but anyhow, we see that's fairly common in this area. But it's not dangerous to people, and actually, a lot of deer survive it. Um, okay, but it's that's carried by a gnat. Yeah. Huh. So when and it usually seen in the late summer because water levels get mm-hmm. low, and the gnats go to the water and then all the deer concentrate into yeah. that one water source and that's what generally uh that reminds me of bot flies yeah. nasal bots i bet you see yesterday. a lot of those don't you yeah we found one yesterday oh my gosh you yeah. ever seen one of those come no. out of a deer's nest uh-uh. it's pretty wild uh hunter from the element killed a deer in tennessee this that velvet yeah. deer yeah and uh, while they were gutting it, a big old bot fly crawled out of its nose. Yeah. And it's, it's the larva. Wild. The larva. Yeah, the larva. They're like a maggot that's this big. Yeah, dude. They're like, yeah. it's wild. Like a big grub. Looks like that's a big what, grub. Yeah, that's yeah. what it looks like. That's exactly what it looks what like. The heck? Yeah. And they live in, uh, they get in the sinus cavity. It's a fly. Yeah. And they lay their eggs in there. Yep. And then when they get hatched, whatever, yeah. the fly just flies out and goes about its thing, but they live up in the sinus cavity. It's wild. Watch mm-hmm. okay. I Dude, I'm de- over here itching my nose. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's crazy that a deer can live with, so that, tough. with those huge larvae mm-hmm. in their nasal cavity. That's got to be so bothersome. Yeah, you know? I killed one. It's been forever ago. One, it might have been the first season I was hunting, and I used to hang them in my barn. Yeah. So I got home, and I hung it up, and I went in the house, did everything. Mm-hmm. I was going to come out and skin it and everything later, and I come back out, and there were like eight of those on the ground. Oh, my I goodness. flipped out. Eight I was like, what is that? They yeah. just fell out of that pier. Oh, my god! And I was like, man, can you imagine walking around like that? What's yeah. the wildest, like, thing you've seen doing this so far? Like a deer that you've brought in? <clears throat> um. Nothing. We don't see a whole lot of real wild stuff. We've seen some big ones. We had a 196-pound deer Sunday, dressed, field dressed. Whoa. From uh, Macon County. That's gigantic. Was it a doe or a buck? No, a buck. It was a nice eight-pointer, and it was a nice – I mean, it wasn't a giant eight. It was a nice rack, but just a huge deer. Huge body. pounds, yeah. We see a lot of, you know, um, we found a few, like, bullets in deer that weren't from the gun that killed it. Yeah. You know, they, they've been shot. Right. Broadheads and stuff, yeah, too. Occasional yeah. broadhead. Today we found one, and I think it was from the, the guy that killed it, but it had like the tail end of a crossbow bolt through its spinal column. Oh, wow. But that's, he had shot it in the ribs. So I don't, I'm pretty sure he must have shot it twice, but it was like, mm. we we didn't know about it until we pulled the meat apart, and there it was. Mm. Like a four inch section, right? You got to be careful spine. with that. You can, end yeah, up well, that yourself was, and stuff, it was right? the, the uh, knock end. It wasn't, yeah. but yeah, we found broadheads in deer. Yeah. You know, we have a whole jar of bullets that, you know, when you find a, a lead, we put it in that jar. That's cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> just, just for keepsakes. Yeah. 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 We had this kid uh, last Sunday. He brought his he, first deer he ever killed, or first buck he killed. It was a nice little eight pointer. And uh, killed his money. He was so pumped up. So I'm skinning it for him because they were taking it. He was going to get it uh, mounted. So he was waiting for the cape. So I'm caping it out. And the the uh, muzzleloader round fell on the ground. So I picked it up and I said, hey, man, this is uh, your bullet that killed your deer. You want it? You would have thought I'd give him a $100 bill. He was like, I bet he likes that better than the deer. <laughs> man, that's, and, 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 you know, growing up, like working at a process, that's like one of the coolest things is like just the stories. Oh, and the, that's like, what I love. Like the tailgate talk, yeah. so to speak, yeah. of like being, you know, like 
back in the day, you used to always have to take your to deer a to a check-in yeah. station. Yeah, and, I love that. And everybody would come like, you know, midday and be like, check out everyone's bucks oh, yeah. and stuff. And <laughs> we do that like yeah. every Saturday. I've got yeah. like a pot of chili going. we got a big screen with a football game on. Awesome, everybody just man. come hang out, see the deer come and listen to the yeah. stories. Yeah. That's cool. You know, it's... I just love that whole atmosphere. Yeah, the atmosphere yeah. is so cool. yep. Heck, I might come even if I don't yeah, kill a deer. Come on <laughs> just watch a football <laughs> game so and eat chest a deer up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds we, like uh, a good Saturday to me. We do it every Saturday. I've tried to, uh, you know, we'll have deer chili or we might have tacos or mm-hmm. something that just come hang out, you know. we got yeah. a cooler full of drinks and just... Yeah, it's the, fun. the camaraderie, man, around yeah. like, like a deer camp or even yeah. like a, you know, all that stuff is... And then, you know, someone gets their biggest deer ever, so then they want to share that story with everybody. So they hang out Mm -hmm. and tell everybody to listen about how they killed this deer, and it's it's just fun. Yeah, it's super fun. Yeah. It's kind of like deer camp all over again. Yeah. (laughs) That's cool, man. So do you think with you being a business owner and – I mean, obviously this takes a lot of time, especially on the weekends. Like that's something you have to spend a lot of time on is like keeping people's morale up. Like – my employees, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah, some they they're there because they like to do it, okay. and then I've I've kind of taken the um, approach that everybody has a dedicated job. Mm-hmm. So if you're a meat cutter, I'm not going to ask you to skin deer unless I absolutely have to. Yeah. Your job is to cut meat. Yeah, you know, so we have meat cutters, we have packers. I've got a cleaning crew, so uh, they come in and clean. So um, we've got you know deer skinners. So we try to mitigate some of that so that you're there to do your job yeah and unless we're really and and every one of my employees would do whatever i asked them to do yeah sure but you know when you're done cutting meat the last thing you want to do is go skin deer right. you know so yeah. I, I try not to do that yeah. um and it, it just makes a, a cool place to work i've only yeah. got five employees well five full-time employees and a yeah. handful of part-time employees but that's still cool, man, man that's great yeah it's, it's yeah. awesome and it's in jackson county and which um there's not a lot of opportunities there. It's out in the middle yeah. of nowhere. You've been there. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. It, is, it is in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> well, I mean, Jackson County is, oh, well, Whitleyville is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Jackson County, Jackson County, you know, which is the main yeah. city there is Gainesboro. But yeah. they're, 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 Jackson, Gainesboro's coming up oh, in the world, city. man. There's it's a lot a, going on there. Yeah. And a, um, a lot of new restaurants, yeah, a lot of new businesses opening. Awesome. Stone Coin, Bull and Thistle. Yeah. Um, 12 Degrees. Yeah. There's some great stuff. And, yeah. And, um, in Gainesboro, and yeah. we're only five miles from there. It seems like yeah. we're way out there. Yeah, it's not far it's from not, there, and at it's all. only you know it's forty-one miles from my house, so it's really not far from Cookville. Mm-hmm. Sure, and so many people hunt out there, you know that. Um, you, so you don't have to drive an hour to the processor. Processor to drop yeah. your deer off. To drop your deer off. You know, you're right there where where the hunting. Yeah, is. yeah, you and just a lot drop of, them off on your way out. Yeah, and then when you come back, yeah, way out again, you just pick it up. Yeah. Well, I'd say a lot of people are camping in some of the campgrounds around because oh, yeah. they're hunting like yeah. for a week or something. Yeah. They kill a deer. You're right there close. Yep. And drop and, it off and then it, yeah. pick it up when, they, when they're leaving or yeah. when they yeah. come back. You know, we get a lot that'll come hunt a weekend in archery mm-hmm. and then come for muzzleloader and pick up their deer from archery. Yeah. Or hunt muzzleloader and come back for the rifle, you know, and and. So we, we try to accommodate that. We That's cool, man. Um, we got, I'm not going to say we have tons of freezer space, but we've got plenty to sure. hold a deer for yeah. a week or two if we have to. And a lot of our hunters are from East Tennessee, Knoxville. Yeah. yeah. Um, over that way. Yep. Um, so Which, you know, uh, us being close as well, we're only probably 35 miles or so from Cordell here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we get a lot of those people that stop in as well because, oh, you know, the saddle hunting game is, um, 
it's really popular amongst uh, public land hunters. So oh, that's so easy to cart in. There. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, so we get a yeah. You're right. It's it's crazy how many people from East Tennessee come over and hunt like right. you know around around our lakes or yeah. even Cordell Hall or like yeah. And I think part of that is because there's less people here. Yeah. Like uh-huh. if you go yeah. hunt, I'm sure there's plenty of great hunting in Knoxville, but. It's either locked well, up. Well, not races. really. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, it's just yeah. there's so many people. Sure. You know, yeah. that you got to spread out a little bit. And Jackson County is just beautiful. I love it there. Oh, well, I uh, do too, man. The, and there, there's a ton of great hunting, yeah. both public and private. And you yeah. still get a nice lease down there if you're looking for a lease. Yeah. Lots of leases. You're not lots available, but there's lots of leasable land. Yeah. You know. If you do some door knocking, oh, you know, yeah. it's, but you it's can, possible. I tons of permission on Yeah. Unleashed stuff. You know. Yeah. yeah. No, I, lo- I love turkey hunting down there. Um, lots of them. Yeah, there's a lot of birds down there, but it's, man, just nothing like a big gobble echoing in those oh. valleys. And yeah. stuff. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Or it'd be even being on the on the water yeah. and just like striking a bird up from the boat and then being like, oh, yeah, let's go get that one. You and know? you're like, but which way did it come from? Yeah, exactly. Like, Cause, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that drive up through Whitleyville from like my shop to mm-hmm. Red Bull and Springs, in yeah, that valley. It's just so pretty. Yeah. It's the best. My uh, my uncle, he's got hundred and some odd acres. I don't know, right there um, at War Trace. Oh yeah, yeah. So you get a lot of deer from over there. Too. And there, there, there are a lot of deer. Yeah, up in that area. They need to change uh, Jackson County to Unit L. They do there's because so there's many so many deer. And you know, you go to Macon County, yeah, which is like ten miles from my shop, and that's yeah. a Unit L County. Yeah, my farm. You know, I used to own a farm there, and it, the county line went right through my farm. <laughs> so I, half of your farm was L. But the yeah, that area. It's just so like hilly. Yeah. Like it's very steep. Vertical, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's why, like, there's a lot of deer there because nobody wants to climb those hills. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's very very conducive to a large deer population. Yeah. Yeah. And when every time you shoot a deer in Jackson County, it's going to the bottom. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you better have a way out from the bottom or you're dragging one straight up. I mean, I just got a permission property. Uh, from Terry there and literally he told me he's like I hunted this once and I had to pick up the doe from the bottom he's like I gutted her there cleaned her there yeah processed it there and walked back up he's yeah. like I'm never hunting here again yeah. he's like have at it yeah. yeah that happened to me one time I, I own this farm and uh it's a great piece of property well I shot a his, uh, during bow season shot a nice buck like a seven point not, nothing giant Perfect heart shot, and it yeah. went over to the side of the hill, oh, and it man. slid down, and it wedged up against a tree. Yeah, and I, of course, there's no cell phone service out there, so yeah. I'm like, well, I'll get it. So I climbed down. I couldn't move it. I mean, it's yeah. straight up and straight down, straight up and down. Yep. So I did the same thing. I skinned it, quartered it, carried it up in pieces, and then the next year I bought the bottom of that hill, <laughs> <laughs> just so you could drop them. Tra- uh, bulldoze the road in there. <laughs> my, my buddy's like, you're the only person I know that would buy a farm so you don't have to. Drag a deer up the hill. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Hey, that's a great solution right there, if you ask me. I'm like, now I can get down there. So go ahead and run down there again. <laughs> My cousin had bought. Uh, she and her husband had bought 88 acres off 70 toward like uh, um, Chestnut Mound. Oh yeah, which is like straight Steep up, up and, and down. down. <laughs> um, and I shot a doe, and 
unfortunately I spined her and she fell to the creek bottom. And I got down maybe like 10 minutes later and I was like, I don't think she's dead. I watched her roll to the bottom. And so I get down there and there's a buck, a pretty good eight pointer just <laughs> over, yeah. you know, trying to nudge her, trying to breed yeah. her and stuff. And uh, so I ended up shooting him at the bottom as well. And I'm like, <laughs> and then we get, we get to processing and like, you know, gutting it and stuff. And I'm like, why did I do this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but needless to say, I call my buddy and he and I, I don't know why we didn't cut it up, but we drug those two oh. deer up. Yeah. Like, I mean, straight, you oh, know, yeah. the uh, area It's like straight up and down. You. It took us four and a half hours to get it. both deer out. Wow. I believe it. And we were dead yeah. afterwards. Yeah, that one I killed, it was uh, Halloween, and it was like 75 degrees. I was dying. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is the meat hunting. I'll be good. But I was so mad. Yeah. You know, if I got it up there. And then, like, I called and texted everybody I knew. Yeah. Of course, nobody answered the phone. Yeah, of course so I'm not. Bring, I'm, like, bringing the last <laughs> yeah. piece up, and here comes my buddy. Hey, man, need help? I'm like, oh. <laughs> not anymore. No, we got it. Thanks. <laughs> No, but that's wild. It when is I, steep out there. Yeah, when I when we were dragging those deer up, man, anytime we would like, if we let go of the deer, we would just like lose ground. Yeah. That's how steep it was. Oh, yeah. It would just slide right back down. Gosh. It was but, it was wild. Like you said, I think that it's great habitat for deer. They're very protected. So yeah, um, you know, there's lots of good deer out there. Yeah, lots, so, lots of them. Yeah, because yeah. no one wants to. Like I said, nobody wants to hunt those steep ridges and stuff, and especially not drag one out or no. pack one out. Oh, but yeah. I mean, that's and that's why there's some good mm -hmm. age class bucks oh, yeah. back there, like we some see a big lot of deer. Good ones. Yeah, we see a lot of good ones. Yep. What was the biggest deer you said you guys have had in there? That one the other day, weight wise, 198 pounds. Gosh. Um, we had last year, like opening day of muzzleloader. We had one point, we have a rail in our shop, so everything goes on the rail as soon as it comes yeah. in. We had like 14 deer hanging on that rail that every one of them you put on your wall, like just giant, giant after giant, giant yeah. after giant. And we had like, uh, they were there, TWA was there measuring them. We had like um, 146-inch eight-pointer, like 15-inch 12, like a, not a, it's like a mainframe eight with a bunch yeah. of stuff on it. A bunch and, of junk uh, on it. Um, a bunch of nice deer. Like we had a, a mainframe twelve come in last year from uh, Clay County. It, was, it wasn't real big, but it, it was a nice. It was a nice deer. It it's definitely a wall mount for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. It wasn't like a huge rack, but it was. It was. I'd put it on the wall. Yeah, <laughs> but um. That, Shoot, at know, this point, I'll put a fork on the yeah. wall. I'll put a spike on the wall, man. I just want something. At this point, I'm about to mount a doe. <laughs> yeah. You could do one of those Sasquatch mounts. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Honestly, I'm Have about to Have you seen those, no. Kyle? No. Yeah, you've never seen the Sasquatch? All right, I'll show you. They, people, so people are, which you, I, I might have you do one of these for me, but no, people are doing, people are oh, taking deer tail. butts yeah, and yeah, like yeah. making Sasquatch I've mounts. Seen, yeah, I have so seen So funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. I need one of those for the shop. Yeah, you do. We've got a bunch of mounts in the shop. And yeah. We got a bunch of Euro mounts, and we do Euro mounts down there, but um, that'd be great to put on the wall down there. Yeah. Sasquatch. I could get a deer butt any day of the week. Yeah, yeah. every day of the week. <laughs> we'll wait for a really good one. Oh, yeah. this, is my, this one's my favorite. <laughs> the cyclops yeah dude that's my profile picture on yeah. onyx oh man <laughs> it's funny the one -eyed, the one -eyed oh, man i cracked up when i first saw those those are great yeah, yeah. you need we, one right there yeah i know we were talking <laughs> yeah, we, about just the time people have to create stuff like this ridiculous yeah. but yeah. 
We do. We do. These look like are these found heads. Yeah, these are all dead heads off yeah. the same property, oh, and wow. they were all found like pretty close to each other. Huh. We I do don't a know. lot of ear mounts. Yeah, my biggest ear I have is a dead head I found. Yeah, at my farm, it's hmm. dandy. Like yeah, I, I found it just like this in the creek. Yeah, hose it off, put it on the wall. I mean, it's yeah. it's a big one. So when you uh when you do a euro, do you like put it in the ground and everything else, or do you boil it no, all I off? Boil, beetles? boil them and um and pressure wash them. Okay, I've got okay. two guys though locally that we get a lot that want euros done, so we we kind of farm some of that out. I got one okay. guy that does beetles up here. Yeah. He's in Hillham. And then um, a guy there in Jackson County, he does them chemically, and um, makes it all pearly white. Oh, they're so white; they turn yeah. out awesome. He's really a talent. But uh, so we farm some of those out because if we just get a few, I'll do them myself. Yeah, but they just—it's time. But after know? a yeah. season, it just when takes like forever. Yeah, fifty of them. I'm yeah, like, oh, send them. Out. Yeah, yeah. time-consuming. It is. They take yeah. you know, especially if you boil them. Yeah, I only got one boiler, so I can do like I can fit two or three skulls in there at a time. But if you yeah. got fifty to do, yeah. you know, the guy with the yeah. beetles, they turn he, he can turn like twelve heads of every twenty-four hours or something. Golly, yeah, those yeah. beetles are crazy. Yeah, they'll just like. I'd like to have a time lapse so they video. Oh, you so they look it up. There, there's one yeah. Out there. So they literally just like put it in a tub full of beetles. Yeah, they, yeah. It's these. They're called Demistead beetles. Okay. And they eat. Uh, they eat everything. There won't be anything left on there. I had some. No cartilage. No, no nothing. Golly. It just really cleans the do, bone. I really think you could leave the hair even, but usually they skin them out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they'd eat the hair or not, but you put it in there, and it's like. Like I had a, I bought a colony years ago and I had it in my basement and I did like, I don't know, four or five skulls down there. Yeah. It's unbelievable to watch. Yeah. It's wild. And they'll like, if it's just, they'll start like right here and just, and then just go from one yeah, side you can to the just other. Watch it go. I was going to say, I want to get a time-lapse video of them doing it. Cause it'll be like, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Clean to the There's back There's a of the guy skull. that has some on, you can find him on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. And he did a time-lapse. And he's got like a colony of like 10 million beetles. It's wild. He, he put, uh, holy cow. He put the deer in there and it was like, uh, the full time was like 26 hours or something. Gosh. But that the videos, you know, whatever, two minutes. And you can just watch them and it, it'd be like one or two beetles. And all of a sudden it's like, and it's just piranhas. It's so, <laughs> it's so cool. It's cool. Yeah. There's a guy here in Hillham that does them. Um, yeah. He's got a, a nice setup. I don't know how many. I think he's got four or five million beetles, and he's got a yeah. nice setup. Yeah, they're <laughs> tiny. Are they? They're like the size of a ladybug, maybe a little bit. Okay, they're not yeah. real big, so they're small. Yeah, and they re they you know just you can start with a thousand, and then you know they a few years have yeah, like, a huge colony. Like I bought I bought a thousand of them from a guy in Alaska, and they just ship them to you. Yeah, and it wasn't. I want to say it was like I don't know eighty bucks or something. Yeah. And you just put them in a thing. Mm -hmm. and I had it in my basement for a while, and I I kept extra bones and stuff in my freezer, and I uh, just keep. You well, know, yeah, you got to keep. You got to feed season, them. You right? got to keep yeah. feeding. That's what. That's why they clean them. Yeah. And then, but I got some. They're like susceptible to mites. I got some mites in there that kill them all. Mm. Bummer. But uh, yeah, this this guy here that, that we farm most of our euros out to him, and then the cool. other guy. So. Do you do you do you just like do the head or do you put them on a wood plaque for people? No, just or the just, head. Okay. Um, I like those uh, skull hooker hangers. Yeah, yeah. That's why I've all, like our shop. We probably have I don't know twelve or fifteen euros hanging around there. Yeah. And those things are cool because number one, you can just take the skull down and look at it, put it back up, or you can swap them out. You get one. Yeah. You know, bigger one or a different one. You, 
swap them out. Really yeah, easy. yeah. So we get a lot of skulls like these that people don't want. You know, they bring in a, a spike like that, and yeah. they're like, oh, I don't want it. So I hate to throw them out. So I've got yeah. a ton of euros like Probably that. Do, yeah. <laughs> I, cut, I cut the antlers off. I got a whole bucket full of little antlers. You, you know? got any uh, You got any like this I can use as some rattling yeah, antlers? I need some rattling really horns. Nice <laughs> but this guy, he's like, no, I don't want those. It was a nice, like, uh, seven-pointer, like, bigger than that yeah it's like no i don't want so they're in my office you, you. that's a part that's <laughs> a perk of working out of time good for yeah that's awesome man awesome. and they're great for dog treats my dogs oh love yeah those things. oh yeah so there's a guy here in cookville that turns these um and makes pens out of them hmm. what's his name um to save my life but um they're really cool is he I'm an older guy no he's a young guy okay I'm going to uh, try to have him do something yeah, for me. Yeah, we'll need to do that. I've, I've got a lathe at my house, and I took a class off a guy that's, like, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah There's a guy here in town that's, like, world famous. Brad sells. He turns yeah. wood bowls and stuff. Yeah, I know. But, I know uh, who you're talking about. He's yeah. over there on uh, right off Washington. Right? Yeah, they actually do a um, – at, at the Cookville High School every, like, third thursday or saturday or something they do like a meetup for wood turners oh cool and i've been there a couple times i bet <laughs> yeah, i bet one cool. of those guys could turn a pen for you oh you yeah know? no they're doubt neat. yeah they're, that'd be cool they're really cool looking yep yep be so. perfect for the industry we work in yeah yep. and these little you know smaller ones like this are great for pens you couldn't like do a, a knife out of a small one you know so yeah, I just hate to see them go to waste. I'm like, yeah, my freezer. I got like one whole. They call it my door. Like yeah. I have one whole door. In my I got a five door freezer, and it's just full of crap that I don't want to throw away. I'm yeah, like, no, no, put it, put it over there. Like I don't know if I'll ever do it. There's like pig livers in there, and yeah. goose livers, and yeah. beaver quarters, and all kinds of stuff. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> you guys that's get awesome. beavers in? No, I trapped a bunch of them last oh, year. Okay, and, uh, so there, there's all kinds of stuff in there. Yeah, that's cool. Uh-huh. That's cool, dude. But I just love the whole whole thing about processing yeah it's bad though because like being a pack rat and keeping meat yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, I, mean, like, I get it there's nothing i'm never going to do anything with 500 pounds of beef lard you, know? you, you, <laughs> you should see my desk it's yeah. a mess i'm no, a pack rat too like mine i'm sure <laughs> yeah and my garage is terrible <laughs> yeah oh yeah my wife's like, what are you going to do with all this stuff? I'm like, don't I'm, throw it away. I may need that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, the thing is, is they always say you don't need it. And two years from now, there's a specific moment yep. where it was really necessary mm-hmm. to keep it. Yeah, like, hey, exactly. where's yeah. that half a six foot ladder I put in the shop? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Where's that one bolt I took out of this thing? Yeah. Yeah, I know that's exactly just, what you're talking that's about. That's just part of having a garage. It's part yeah. of being a guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta look at the back seat of my truck. It's a rite of passage, right there. Like, you should you should see the front seat of my truck. Yeah. <laughs> like half a Bass Pro Shop in my yeah. shop. Yeah. Oh, mine yeah. too, man. It's ridiculous. Man, that's funny, dude. So, like, um, one of the one of the questions I I've had because we were talking about this earlier, just like you go to a processor. And, uh, you know, you bring in 120 or 120 pound deer and, uh, you know, you only get like 20, 30 pounds back as far as like per, like if, if you could say that there's a weight class per year, like 80 pounds, 120 pounds, 150, whatever it is, what do you think the average like amount of meat you should be getting back? Well, it, um, there's a definite definite percentage and I could okay. break it down. The thing about hunted meat or hunted deer or, or um, hogs or whatever you're hunting is there's going to be a, a, 
portion of waste that you don't want to eat. So if you yeah. shoot a deer, some bloodshot meat or right, something, and, yeah, and you're going so you you lose some of that. So yeah. if you bring a deer and it's been shot through both shoulders with a 300 wind mag, yeah, you're going to lose not both shoulders. shoulders yeah. yeah, you're not getting. So any, if yeah. it's a let's say it's a hundred pound deer that comes in with the hide on, hundred pounds. Pull the hide, the head, to feed all that off. It's probably 75 pounds going mm-hmm. in the cooler. You're going to lose 25 pounds in head, hide, and feet, you know? Yeah. So then you bring that to the table and cut it boneless, you know, probably 35, 40 pounds of boneless meat. Off okay. Yeah. If there's no gunshot wounds or, you know, sure. if it's headshot like that one I got today. Yeah. You know, great. But if it's been blasted through the shoulder... Like bow hunters, you guys are all bow hunters. Bow hunters, there's very little meat damage just if you make a good yeah. shot. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, I mean, it's so precise and there's not all the shock wave and all that stuff. Yeah. You hit a deer with a, a rifle. Yeah, it you does. You could lose damage. a whole side of beat, a whole side yeah. of it because it's all bloodshot. Yeah. And that bloodshot you talked about earlier, that's going to give you a gamey taste. If yeah. you mix that blood even into the burger, mm-hmm. You're going to taste that. So we yep. trim all that off. So you may lose, you could lose 10, 15, 30% of your meat. Just because like that. It's, and I try to be real honest with people when they bring it in be like, listen, man, this is shot. We had one, one time a couple of years ago, shot three times with the rifle through one round, both shoulders and right through the ribs. I'm like, dude, why'd you even bring this down? Yeah. You're, I'm like, you're, you're going to get the hams, ham, maybe <laughs> one hand. Cause he shot it through one of the hands. Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm like, oh, man. there's, there's just not going to be a lot left, you know? And I try to be honest with people. Yeah. We, you can see that when it's brought in, you know, so, um, though there's going to be some loss to that, yeah. but I would say typically from, you're going to be about, uh, 35 to 40% of your skinned weight okay. to meet somewhere yeah. there. You know, and there, if you like, because we do a ton of beef and hogs too. And if you like look on the USDA, it breaks it down. I can tell you exact percentages on a thousand pound beef, you know, what you're going to get back or what to expect. Cause there's none of that damage, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, but that's stuff you don't want to eat or like a bullet fragments, you know, if it's been shot in the shoulder and that bullet fragment, we find bits of metal all over. We're just going to take that whole section out because yeah. you don't want to eat that. Yeah. You don't want to choke on a piece of lead, a piece of lead yeah. or even or even, even if consume you don't, it. Yeah, you don't want to consume that lead. Yeah. So it's like, um, so it's hard to pin it down to an exact number. But if you put a great shot on a deer. Yeah, in a perfect scenario. Yeah. And, uh, you know, put it right through the ribs, double lung it, goes out the other side, not much damage. You lose some rib meat, about 35 to 40% of your check-in weight. Okay. <clears throat> and then, you know, you're losing 30 or 40% from your live weight. So a hundred pound deer is probably 130, 40 pounds walking around. Okay. You know, guts so you are, kinda, guts guts are, are pretty are, heavy. Oh, yeah. They're pretty heavy. So, okay. um, that's what you can look for. And you know, you hear these stories about that all the time that, you know, well, I took in a 150 pound deer and only got back 20 pounds of meat. Well, first of all, was it a 150 pound deer? Yeah. You know, we weigh <laughs> every deer when it comes in. So yeah. we weigh it when it comes in, we weigh it after we skin it, we weigh it when it goes out. Yeah. So we have those weights. So, you know, and it goes on your receipt. Sure. So everybody big eyes their deer. Like we had this one coming yesterday. It was a nice deer. Um, and the guy said, 
they all everybody likes to bet on what their deer weighs. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm lifting it up on the scale, and he goes, "Oh, this one's two ten. I'm like, "No, no, it's not two ten. <laughs> I'm like, "It's a big deer, but it's not two ten. Yeah, yeah. You know. And yeah. then the other guys, "Oh yeah, pro- it's probably 190. I'm like, "Oh, it's not 190 either." You <laughs> got to like, remember, we're in Tennessee, not Iowa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know? and it was a big deer, but it was 170 pounds. You know, if yeah, I yeah. don't weigh that deer though. That guy goes home and he says, and oh, he yeah. he thinks he's got a 210 pound. And then he deer. comes back and he only gets 50 pounds of meat. It's like, what happened to my deer? This guy ripped me off. Well, first of all, it wasn't 210 yeah, pounds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it was, it was 50 pounds less than that. Yeah. You know, from the get-go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, so it's like, you know, so we that I learned that from the very beginning. Everybody thinks their deer is bigger, which I get it. And when you drag that yeah. deer out of the woods, that yeah. deer, that it 170 pound deer, yeah, is like it, pounds. Pounds. <laughs> it was, you know, 230 pounds walking around. So if you moved it with the guts in it, it's a big animal, but it, yeah. it's not by the time you gut it and everything. And that's, yeah. uh, so we, we do that. We weigh every single deer three times, you know, the, yeah. when it comes in after we skin it and then the final cut weight. And it all goes on your receipt. So you, you see, I like to be real transparent. You see what you get. And then I'll be honest with you. If you, know, if you shot it through both shoulders, I know that when you brought it in, I'm going to say, listen, you may not get as much meat as you think because both these shoulders look like they're wrecked, you know? Yeah. yeah. And everybody's got to have a huge r- rifle. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't really don't need a 300 wind mag to hunt whitetails in Tennessee. 30, 30 is taking down more deer than any other That's what caliber. I all the oh, time. I love it. It's the best gun, especially yeah. in the woods. You don't need to shoot at 200 yards. No. Yeah. You're not going to in Tennessee, not in Jackson County. No. There's very few straight, <laughs> straight 200 yard. I was about yeah. to say, there's not a, there's not a valley or a hill yeah. where there's 200 yard separation. Yeah. Between them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, shooting with a smaller caliber, if you, if you can, is, is so, you know, if you can shoot them with a 30, 30 or a two, two, three, two, four, three, yeah. something that's, you know, not going to, blow the side out of it you're going to save more meat yeah and shot placement you know yeah um you know people say i shoot them through the shoulder so it doesn't run far well shoot them through the lungs they won't go run far either no more lethal shot than double lung they're they're not going to go far they might make it to the bottom of the hill but um you're going to save so much more so much more meat yeah through the ribs you know we had we had one uh yesterday or day before the guy shot it right in the eyeball and I was like, wow. I mean, it went in one eye and out the other. And I was like, were you aiming for his eye? I mean, that's a perfect shot because yeah. there's no meat damage. Yeah. He said, like, oh, yeah, it was only 10 yards away. I was like, well, good shot, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was that's like, funny. I thought it might have been a fluke, but it went. Yeah. I mean, blew out both eyes. I was like, that's, Crazy. that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Headshots are not recommended, but. No. If you're going to save meat, like when you kill a beef or a hog, you're kill, shooting it in the head. Yeah. Not many people eat the head. Exactly. But it's not, I wouldn't recommend it on white tails. It's a no. small target and they can move it so fast. Yeah. yeah. Like that one today, the guy shot with an arrow in the head, but he was aiming for the ribs and sure. it turned to run when he yeah. let go of the bow and it went right through her head. Whoa. Like, yeah. I mean, they can move that fast. It didn't, you know, how far, how fast an arrow go? 30 yards. Split yeah, second. I mean, you're talking about yeah. maybe new bows are going 250 to 250 to like 280 feet per second. Yeah, so less than a second probably. Yeah, you know, half a second, and that deer moved enough. And to that get, deer moved enough to where yeah, it it's in the head. Uh, that's happened to me uh, once before. Deer, I mean, it was with a traditional bow, so it's moving probably 170 right. to 180 feet per second. But I did shoot. She was eight yards away, 
right under me and she's slightly quartering to me and I sh- on the vitals and my arrow was hitting going to hit exactly where I am but she quickly turned yep. and it shot her in the right face ahead. yeah yeah that's crazy yeah. they move that yep. fast I mean shoot even when you shoot them in the lungs I mean they could they still have the chance to run pretty far oh, yeah. or split second or like the story I was telling you with that big deer he yeah. jumped a string on me at 30 yards yeah, yeah. It yeah. happens, you know, yeah. they're so fast. So you go and take a good quality shot. Mm-hmm. But if you can aim in the ribs, you're going to damage a lot less meat yeah. than anywhere else. Well, especially yeah. with a rifle, yeah. 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 yeah, and I think most people are generally, and they're just not, you know, they hit them in the shoulder. They're maybe not as well practiced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, now I'm curious. What's your opinion about shooting animals with two, two, three, specifically whitetail? We see it all the time. I don't think I would. Okay. You know, it's it's a... I mean, it's a good round. It do the yeah. trick. It's a good round for like a kid. Yeah, okay. I think. You know. I think one of their like, if a kid's gonna kill a deer with a rifle, I mean, a two two three. It's, it's a low recoil, a, easy yeah. to yeah. shoot. You know, my daughter yeah. shoots with a hunts with a thirty thirty, and she has since she started hunting. Yeah, you know, but something like that that you know we see in the youth season, we see a lot of two two threes, two yep. four threes, yep. um, six five Creedmoors, a lot of smaller okay. bullets that are don't have a lot of recoils with their yeah yeah. You know, um, but the um, I, I personally, I've got a two, two, three, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't hunt deer. Really. Good for okay. or something. I just bought my son a three fifty legend. Oh, awesome! Because I got a can that works oh. with some subs on it. Yeah, it's like the quietest. Oh yeah, that's suppressed a great round. round. That's a yeah. great round. We had uh, a little girl on our. There's a picture of her on our uh, Instagram, but she killed her first buck, and it was like. It's a little spike, like this. yeah, and with the 350 legend with the can yeah. on it. But she came in, and her dad brings me deer all the time. He and his brother, they I bet they kill 50 deer a year, wow. but uh, they hunt out in Macon County. But anyhow, yeah. <laughs> so she came in, out, and yeah. I said, Oh, did you get your deer? She said, I got me a stud. Was, <laughs> was a spike like oh, I love it. <laughs> She's like, that's So fun, six, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, but yeah, she used so that cool. 350, that's the 350 legend. That's a great round, yeah, yeah, and it's uh. It'll knock a deer down. Oh, yeah. Man. Like Same easy. with 300 blackouts. Yeah, cool. exactly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, my son's six, and I took him out. This year was his first youth season. Uh, we went out Saturday. Right. We left an hour, uh, about 40 minutes early, earlier than we should have because we had we had a, a doe and a little four corn buck come by. The camera where we were sitting oh, right man. where we were, yeah after we left um but then we didn't go out the next day he wasn't feeling well yeah. he actually wasn't feeling well saturday well, sunday was lousy yeah. it was raining we went yeah. out sunday me and my daughter yep. she missed a shot she shot one way too far for yeah. <laughs> like 170 yeah. yards yeah yeah the didn't 30 you guys track it or something i think you oh were we went look yeah. for it and uh she swore up and down she hit it and uh she didn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, That's all I'll say. Yeah. But uh, she's a good shot. She shot one at 125 yards last year with that. Oh, 30-30. that's awesome, dude. Yeah. Her uh, first ever deer. How old Golly. is she? 15. Oh, awesome. That's cool, dude. So she got her first two deer last year. That's how awesome. many kids do you have? Two. Two daughters. Cool. 15 and 13. Cool, so, man. I got so, two daughters as well. Yeah. It's, it's fun. <laughs> it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be a wonder if I don't end up in jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My wife always said, what are you going to do when they're 
of age and, and you gotta deal with all three of us as i get a bigger boat that's what's yeah we good. <laughs> spend more times more time in the woods yeah. and more time on the lake <laughs> that's a great yeah. response yeah. yeah that's what's gonna happen there <laughs> that's cool man yeah. that's i tease my wife all the time because i've got two girls it's, it's three girls and two guys in the house me and my son and wife and two daughters and i'm like now a female dog too. yeah yeah now yeah we just bought a dog yeah. um but I always tease her. I'm like, when these girls are older, I said, me and Jude are going fishing or yeah. doing something. We're out of here. Oh, yeah. 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 A little more time in the woods. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. That's cool. Yeah, I, I think the juvenile hunt is so cool. I, I, I do, too. I didn't grow up in a hunting family at all. My, yeah. my dad doesn't hunt, and uh, I, I did a lot of fishing growing up. And uh, yeah. so I just think that's such a great thing. And there's so many mm -hmm. guys that are like, Hey, if you know a kid wants to hunt, I'll take him out. I think yeah. they just want to be in the woods, but I yeah. mean, there's so many opportunities for kids that, you know, yeah. to just get out and even if they don't shoot a deer, you know, but a lot of these, you know, the ones like, uh, that I know they'll put them on. I mean, they has got tons of deer, yeah. you know, and so that you, you'll get a deer. That's like my daughter's first one. We went out to a place there's loaded with those. He said, you can mm -hmm. shoot any does you want. Yeah. You know, and uh, went out there and, you know, she got a doe, you know, and it yeah. was, it was spectacular. Awesome. It was on Christmas Day. It was awesome. That's oh, awesome. that's so but, cool. Uh, I think, I th yeah, I think, uh, I think it's really important to keep the youth, like, yeah. uh, you know, because this is our, like, it's on us to continue this oh, tradition, yeah, sure. right? Yeah. So I think it's really important to get kids out hunting. Yeah. So I love the juvenile hunt. We do, you know, we, I'll have all kinds of stuff going on when they come down there and, you know, give them a free hat or, yeah. you know, whatever. That's just, so you cool. know, yeah, um, just to keep them engaged. And they in get it. fired up about it, you yeah. know, and it's, yeah. uh, and, you know, they're, they're thrilled with a little spike or a, a doe or whatever it might be. They're just, you know, tickled to death with, uh, getting out there and getting a deer that's you know that's what yeah. it's all about right you know it's pretty cool because we're on the we're on the beginning end of it because right. we make like a tree stand alternative so a hunting saddle and yeah. then you're on the end of, right, of right. the hunt so yeah. it's like yeah. it's pretty cool to like you know full circle oh like, yeah yeah we get the before like hey check out this deer that i'm like right. hunting yeah. and then you get to, get see, to it. see it yeah, yeah that's after it's cool. done yeah, yeah and then you know that cool whole thing. story too they come in and they're like look i've got pictures of this deer yeah. for five years yeah and, you know whatever and so seeing that end of it is pretty neat yeah it's like that deer in my <clears> neighborhood i was telling <clears> you about i've got three years history with them i'm just yeah. just wait fingers crossed man yeah. the the uh um saddles are a big thing this year I mean, I've yeah. talked to a lot of people hunt, that have switched to hunting yeah. saddles. Yeah. And that's, uh, have you had a lot of people come in that are yeah, more, using them? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like probably, especially in art. It seems like it's an archery thing. Yeah, more, yeah, yeah. You know, but um, yeah. yeah, I was surprised because I don't even remember it last year. Like I, I knew about saddles, mm -hmm. but I didn't. I don't remember talking to anybody about it. But this year has been quite a few. That's cool. So, um, yeah, I think it's a neat thing. Yeah, it's I think like, it's a, a, like you said, probably public land and archery and where you're, it's easy to pack in. Yeah, And you exactly. want to be mobile. Mar archery makes perfect sense because you got to be, it's a close shot. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. this tree to this tree might make a huge difference exactly. day to day where a rifle doesn't. But yeah, um, so I can see that being super. Yeah, because it's like if you find some hot sun in the woods and then like there's not a tree that you could get a climber or a lock on into. Right. Uh, nine times out of ten, you can get a saddle in it. Yeah. So it's for archery. Like you said, you got to be close to the action, and you know, 
now you're not hunting for the tree you're hunting the sign and right, it's, it's, right. it makes a lot of and sense you can be yeah you can move yeah from this morning to this afternoon you can move yeah, 20 yards yeah break yeah. down real quick piece of cake yeah. yep which is neat you know yeah 10 minutes in the tree and 10 minutes out yep. yeah that's it's cool. a game changer yeah which you can't do with even with a climber you can't do that really no yeah and packing the climber in I, I they're loud that. and yeah, yeah. cumbersome and exhausted yeah <laughs> yeah i did that like two seasons i'm like yeah. no yeah one of the one of the trail cams we got we we hunt some land that some other people hunt on but he's got a climber on his back i'm not kidding you that climber's bigger than him dude yeah. <laughs> that's the funniest photo ever yeah. it looks like a turtle with a shell yeah. on his back yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like yeah. he's probably slow as a turtle walking with yeah. that thing too. And loud you hear him coming that's yeah. the thing you oh, can't Lord. keep all that stuff quiet no you can't no matter how much you strap it down and tie it down and it just rattles yeah i mean climbers going up trees are loud i mean depending on the time of year it could be a a good thing because the deer might be thinking it's another deer right, raking right. the tree but <laughs> not very often yeah not very <laughs> often yeah you got one week for that you, yeah. you hear you hear the stories about people saying oh i was climbing my climber and deer came in but those are few and far yeah. between so yeah <laughs> Yeah. So well, that's cool, man. Well, uh, one of the other things I want to talk to you about, I'm, I'm mostly just curious cause you went to butcher school, correct? Yeah. What, what does that look like? Um, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the bearded butchers, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love their content. They're awesome. They, they make such good content. They do. Um, but like when you entered butcher school, and, like how long does that process take? And what are the things that you learn when you go into the, well, I took like a, a course. It wasn't like a school, like culinary arts school. Okay. This was like a two-week seminar. Okay, cool. On, on breaking down a beef. And it was called, I think that's what it was called, breaking down or something like that. Yeah. Breaking down um, beef. That's what we did. We went in and broke down a whole cow individually from, it was already quartered, but. Um, you probably learned how to get the select cuts. Yeah. yeah it, 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 this yeah. was like, a, yeah, like for a butcher case, like yeah. every yeah. muscle, what this muscle can do and break it down. I was at a place in, in um, New York city that I went, I don't think they're oh, offering wow. it anymore. Um, they got in a little trouble last year. So I, won't, <laughs> I won't mention their name. Yeah. It wasn't because uh, of their teaching, but anyhow, they, um, um, it was a great course and it was taught by a guy. He's still, I follow him online. He's a, he's a great guy. And um, so we learned how to take apart every muscle of the beef, um, you know, from one end to the other. Yeah. And then what those pieces of meat are good to cook for. I, I have, you know, I grew up cooking. That's what I, I love to cook. So I kind of had that, the sort of a natural progression. Yeah. So the, I knew that I knew the different cuts, but you don't, you know, when you look at a side of beef and you don't know where the flank steak comes from, you're like, yeah. Oh, Oh, that's where it comes from. Yeah. You know, yeah, makes yeah, sense. Exactly. And all that relates back to a deer, like every four legged animal essentially has the same muscles. Yeah. Okay. So just on a beef, they're bigger. So yeah. you might be able to use more muscles off a of beef than you could off a deer right. or a pig or a sheep or whatever. So, um, but they're all break down. So, um, I did a similar, a similar class, um, for pork as well in, uh, down in Georgia in Savannah, Georgia. And, um, so that's my formal training for it. But most of what I did is by hands-on. Yeah. Why, yeah. Like I said earlier, watching YouTube videos and just my knowledge of cooking and understanding what those cuts are. But 
once you get the hang of it, it's very simple. And I'd, I'd love, you know, you want to come down, I'll show you. Oh, dude, I would love Maybe. that. Yeah. That, dude, that'd be like a birthday present <laughs> to me, man. Yeah, that sounds fun. Right, you bring yeah. your deer down, we'll cut I'll, yeah, so you. Yeah, I would love to do that. We'll walk through it. It's easy. Yeah. But it, you know, learning that, it's it's really important, you know, to to learn that. And I know a lot of people don't want to do that, you know. Yeah. We don't cater to the well, guy that wants to cut his own meat. Sure. Mm-hmm. But I want them to get that same experience. Well, it's really time consuming. And I think that's what, yeah. you know, turns a lot of people off to it. Because I know the first deer I ever cleaned and butchered myself, it took me all day. A whole day yeah. project. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, man. I could be doing a lot of other things yeah. right now. Well, that's so, the thing. It's time consuming. And, yeah. it, and if you don't have a good setup. Sure. Yeah. That's what. Which adds, I didn't. Yeah. So I used to do them in my shop at my house. Yeah. And hang them from the ceiling, you know, and, mm-hmm. and be like four hours for one small deer. Yeah. yeah. By the time you get everything out, cut it up, pack it, clean up, clean put it, a, yep. you know, vacuum seal, do whatever you're doing. It takes forever. Yeah. So the processor has all those systems. We never have to move anything. Yeah, you got a system and you got like a it's an assembly line. Yeah, basically. so it's like um, anything, you know. I'm yeah. sure just like yeah. putting together your yeah, saddles, just like our saddles. Know? Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, but it can be taught. You can learn it. And yeah. you could, I would say the average home butcher is going to spend two or three hours breaking down a deer yeah. that we can do in a few minutes. But yep. that's part of it, and you yeah. learn so much, and it's so cool. I'd love to teach you and show you. I oh, like showing so people fun. how to do that, you know. Yeah. Because I just think it's something you're going to enjoy that meat more. You're when gonna you get a sense of pride, yeah, yeah, yeah. sense right. of pride of like, even if, yeah. yeah, even if someone else cuts it up for you, but you understand what each cut is and how it can be used and where it came from, it, it you know yeah. makes a huge difference, yeah. you know. So, um, yeah, get killed here and bring it down. Like you got it, you got. <laughs> Still working on that first. That's, yeah. that's harder said than done for this yeah. guy. <laughs> you got to get in there and get on them. So far, I'll get you on one of those juvenile hunts. <laughs> there dude, you go. I, dude, I, Come on, I will take whatever you give me at this uh, point. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. That's funny. Yeah, no, no, what I think is, I think that learning process. I think everybody should know how to do it. Even if yeah. you don't want to, yeah, or don't have the time to, or it's just way easier. It is way easier. To drop it off my shop and come back next week and pick it up. Yeah, and, well, you know, I, but you should, I mean, knowing how to do it is so crucial. If you yeah, got, well, if you got to get off grid and the stuff hits the fan, it's probably a good yeah, skill yeah, to yeah, have. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think not only that, but it's like that's something that I I really do enjoy. But like as we continue to grow cruiser and everything else, like. Dude, my time's time. been, yeah. yeah. It's all it, about time. Yeah, I mean, even every time that I've gone to the woods, like, I'm like, if I kill something, I'm going to I'm gonna take this to Kyle because yeah. I don't have time right now. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's most people, yeah. you know. Yeah. I really think most hunters want to do it themselves. Most yeah. of them, there's some guys that don't. They just like shooting deer. Yeah. But um, but it's time. You don't have time yeah. to do or, yeah. or whatever, you know, space, anything. So that's, but we try to give you back a product that you would get. Yeah. If you did it yourself. Well, yeah, it's awesome cool. that you've taken something that someone like it's a resource that most people don't have, which is like the time to do it. Right. And you, you've created a business out of yeah. it, which is, yeah. it's awesome. It's a cool yeah. thing. And you put it where nobody else did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, and like and one of the most heavily dense yeah. <laughs> deer populations. You know, yeah. In the state. Yeah. Yeah. That's you awesome. Know? So dude. yeah, there's, you know, in our area from from Whitleyville, I don't think there's Cersei's might be the next closest shop. It's forty miles away. Yeah, I think so. There's wow. one up there in uh what's the one in Hillham? There's one up there too. Pigs, Pigs. I think. Yeah. You yeah. know, so, but he's thirty five miles away. Yeah. yeah so exactly. there's just nothing out there, you know. Yeah. So. I drove through Whitleyville one time to go like uh 
like I was telling you before, I used to uh, uh, do maintenance on yeah. rental properties and stuff. Well, this the the property company I was working for had bought a house in Whitleyville, and I drove up there one evening, and dude, I saw over it had to be over a hundred deer. Oh yeah, golly, that's like over a hundred deer. My barometer every yeah. day, like when I'm driving <laughs> to the shop, I'm like counting deer i'm like okay we'll see some deer today yeah yeah exactly and then if i drive all the way there and i saw two i'm like yeah it's gonna be tough it's gonna in be the a woods. tough day yeah. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, you're like a weatherman yeah. for deer man yeah. i just need to start, start sending you a text yeah, yeah. like you can I see mean, them you know? i mean dude did you see today this yeah. morning kyle <laughs> you got a two percent chance today yeah. boys yeah. do we have a long winter this year yeah. i should like put that on my instagram that's a, like, that's told, a good idea man. i told uh Don, he's like my lead cutter. He's been working for me since my very first season. He's yeah. awesome. And I told him this morning, I said, we're going to see some deer today because I saw a ton of them driving yeah. in, you know, and uh, like <laughs> oh. yesterday, I didn't see any. Yeah, today was, was yeah, a nice uh, my, my cameras were blowing up today. Oh, yeah. They uh, were this morning was pretty cold. And they haven't, and they haven't. In a I think this front's coming. has yeah. got them up and moving. Yeah, it's yeah. It's cold. Uh, tomorrow's going to be awesome. Pre, pre it's going to be raining, but. Yeah, yeah. prefrontal, like, Saturday movement gonna be, was good. Yeah, Saturday will be some great. Day. It'll be great. But I think I like to hunt when it's raining and cold. So tomorrow should be a good day for deer. Are you going to try to get out tomorrow? Tomorrow afternoon if I can. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, should be awesome. The other, I don't know if we're, how we're doing, but there's something else I wanted to mention. That I don't know how many listeners you all have or whatever, but one of the things we do that um, I'm really proud of and I love is uh, the Hunters for the Hungry. You guys do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So we, we accept deer for that. We donate. Um, if you don't know what it is, it's a program where they take deer that people don't want or whatever, and they distribute it to families in need. Yeah, they and, donate uh, the meat. To they donate the meat less to, fortunate. Yeah, yeah, and we we process we're we're a uh, processor that works with hunters for the hungry, and we do. Last year, I think we did like um, I don't know fifteen hundred pounds of deer meat. Four hundred. Awesome. Oh, that's hungry. awesome, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's you can cool. donate your whole deer. You can donate um, a pound. <clears throat> you can donate whatever. And uh, we try to get a pound out of every single deer. And it goes to, you know, the one in Jackson County covers like Putnam, Jackson, Macon, Clay Counties. So all that meat stays in the area and it, yeah. it goes to people that need it. And it's a huge, yeah. huge program. So um, I always like to mention every time I yeah, can. Yeah, no, of course. So if you get out and get a deer, you know, whatever, you just don't need it. Your freezer's full or whatever the case may be. Yeah, or if you just yeah. want to donate a pound. Just want to donate or, yeah, bring your deer out and say, hey, just put five pounds of hamburger meat in the hunters for the hungry. Yeah. We do it every day, and uh, we've already we've already collected three hundred pounds this year. That's awesome. And, uh, um, I think we had three whole deer donated, and you know whatever pounds we try to get a pound from every deer. Most yeah. people aren't going to miss a pound of hamburger meat. I try yeah. to I try to I try to donate at least one deer a year. Yeah, and you know in these counties that um, the three a day counties. You yeah. Know, um, if anybody's out there listening, go out there and whack a few and bring them down. Yeah, it doesn't cost down. you anything. Um, you, you still know. get to kill something. Yeah, and uh, it doesn't cost you. Just drop it off, and we take care of everything. You else. get a cool sticker too. Get a nice big orange sticker put on your car, yeah, your <laughs> cooler, whatever, whatever man. On. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a, it's an awesome program. So I always try to mention that. Yeah, it's, uh, I really believe in it, and it's a it's a great thing. Yeah. For for our local community, and they keep it local. They don't, you yeah. know, it's all across the state. Sure, but every collection area keeps it in that, yeah. in that local area. Yeah, if we're able, you know, anyone that's listening, if you're able, you should help the yeah. less less fortunate. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, and that's easy. You get to kill an extra deer. You, yeah. it's, it's not. I shouldn't say that. 
can't kill an extra one. No, no. You are burning a tag. <laughs> you're but, burning uh, a tag, but, but if, if it's one, you're not, you know, if, <laughs> if you're a buck hunter and you don't shoot does, shoot a doe and, and bring it down there. You know? Yeah. yeah and and use an, your doe tag. You but know? if you live in unit L, you get you infinite get amount of <laughs> yeah. doe tags. Yeah. So. Yeah. so go up there and, and, you know, go some public land in Macon County and yeah. shoot some does and, and bring them down and donate. It doesn't cost you anything. Yep. Um, we love to process them and uh, it's a great, great, great yeah. program. Helps feed the less fortunate. You should so. have uh, um, oh, just blanked on his name. He lives here in town. That is, he's the uh, um, head of it for the state. I'll get you. Okay, okay. you yeah. should have him in. It, yeah, be a good, good yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, gosh, I can't. I'll get his name here in a minute. Okay, yeah. he's good. a great dude. Well, cool, man. Well, um, as far as like social media and stuff like that, what would be your social handles? For people to contact Just, you. Uh, Whitleyville Station. Uh, we're on Instagram and Facebook. Um, WhitleyvilleStation.net is our website. And, okay. Um, that's the easiest way to find us. Um, or come out to Whitleyville, right? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, put uh, <laughs> hard to tell. Uh, <laughs> your, address, your address, telephone number. It's if all you, on the, um, on on the, the website. website. Perfect. WhitleyvilleStation.net. Good deal. Yeah, and um, if you get a deer, just come down. We're there during deer season. You don't have to bother calling. I always tell people if you kill one at dark, you know, shoot me a text or call me, but we're typically, we're there anyhow. Yeah. And I've got uh, a couple of local guys that if it's late, like, like I had one last Sunday, call me at like quarter to 10. He's like, I just got this deer out of the woods. I'm like, dude, uh, <laughs> it's 80 degrees outside. Yeah, but geez. I've got a high school kid lives right around the corner. He'll run down and put it in the cooler. So nice. You just cool. call That's us. Good. We'll get it in there if we're not there. Perfect. So, cool. Yeah. It's good awesome. deal. All right, well, dude, I appreciate you joining oh, us. This, this fun, was man. a really fun podcast, yeah. man. That was yeah. cool. I'm glad Thanks, you had me. I'll come back anytime. I could talk all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, us too. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, appreciate it, man. And uh, for everybody listening, thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Yeah.